What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. First things first, as always, guys, thanks for the support for Black News. I am available on all apps where podcasts can be heard and on YouTube. Thank you so much for continuing to listen and chime in with your thoughts and feedback. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Next reminder, I still have shows coming up. Check my website for dates. I will be in Atlanta that last weekend of September the, the 29th. Specific show information has not been released yet, but... I will be down there. So if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to see some stand-up comedy, check your girl out. When I get the info, I will pass it along to y'all. But with that said, again, thanks y'all for the support. And we, you know, let's get into it. We're going to get right into it. It's a slow news day, y'all. News week, news weekend, it's slow. I'm talking about, I was scraping to figure out what to talk about this week, y'all. Listen, this gonna be short and sweet, okay? It's gonna be short and sweet. Ain't not much going on. Well, nothing worth reporting on in, like, detail. Um, A couple, like, um, uh, small things that we're gonna talk about, but not too crazy. Nothing too crazy. First, the main thing that happened is... Is Mr. Ari Spears, my fellow comedian, Ari Spears. And now listen, backstory. I don't really like talking about comics on here. I'm one of those people. I kind of leave that alone. I don't like shitting where I eat. And by shitting where I weep, I mean talking about colleagues and coworkers. Because I'm going to see these people out. And I ain't the one, the two, or the three. I don't got time for the, for the, the drama. However, this is literally... A conversation that everybody has been having to an extent. So with that said, backstory, Ari Spears is a comic, was on an interview show on YouTube, social media, wherever the platform, wherever the, the podcast or the show originally aired, but he was asked about Lizzo. The host said something to the effect of, you know, who got good music, Lizzo, especially with writing, she, she good. And then Ari Spears, proceeds to talk about Lizzo, her weight, her body type, um, her sex appeal, her attractiveness. He straight dragged Lizzo from his perspective. It it wasn't nice. It wasn't friendly. It was, it was bad. Hell, and it was rude. He then, the video of course went viral. People started chiming in, talking about him and and going off on him. He then made a response video uh, uh, and it, after all of that happened. Now, a couple things. People be delusional. One thing I have learned as I continue to get older is that people really be delusional out here. Grown adults spent many years on this earth they be really out here living life completely delusional, complete lack of self-awareness, emotional IQ in the, in the swamp, in the sewers, no self-aware, just completely delusional. 
And maybe it's because I've been actively trying to work on myself, therapy, uh, trying to maintain some peace and order in my own sphere. So I am hypersensitive now to things that go against that, that make me feel uncomfortable, that throw me off, that just don't sit well with me. And one of those things is when people be just delusional. Now that is not to say that at some points in time that I am not and have not been and will not be delusional. I'm not that naive to think that. Hell, I could be delusional about all the other things, but I'm willing to accept that that may be the case, which it shows signs of someone who isn't as delusional because I have that level of self-awareness to tell you or to know that that could be coming, that is a thing, and it might be a part of my story at some point. Now, with that said, again, if you if you have strong critique about someone and their appearance, their body type, how people may perceive them, their health, any of that, and the things that you're describing with with negative connotation look and appear to be exactly like you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe y'all, maybe I'm wrong, but that to me that sounds delusional. Maybe hey, maybe I'm off base. To me, that sounds like there's a level of delusion in there to to body shame someone and to talk about their body being unattractive and they built like X, Y, and Z and. And, and, and big women and all this other stuff and you yourself is shaped like a big woman doesn't that scream delusion like if you say something is unattractive but you yourself it look just like that or worse but then deem yourself attractive after you just describe someone that is unattractive that you don't even fit into hey maybe i'm missing something Okay, maybe I am missing something, but people be so delusional. I have a comedy colleague who um, is a white lady. She got a funny joke that I love when she does it. It's something to the effect of Sir Mix a lot talking about baby got back and women got to have all these things, whatever. And he gets to say all of that while looking like Sir Mix a lot. Sir, you get to say all this about, about Lizzo looking like that? Like, I'm the jaundice is standing out. Like, I just can't. I just, y'all, let's make a point to, and let's do this right now on Blackness Podcast. Stand up, go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, say in the mirror, I will not talk shit about somebody if I am talk shit aboutable and I know it ain't even a word but if we can talk shit about you and say the same thing don't say it if we can say the exact same thing about you shut your mouth shut your mouth like in this I just don't and again I have had choice words for a lot of people I understand that and I am willing to carry that cross what but what I ain't gonna do is talk about somebody when I myself don't don't meet the criteria i remember i have y'all listen i remember a co-worker many years ago was talking about how a particular actress was ugly it was a woman co-worker was saying this she is so unattractive she's ugly she's not even cute 
the actress she was talking about looked better than her. Like, y'all, we've got to be clear and to be real with her. Like, we can't be doing this. And let's stop doubling down. Like, once you get called out about something that was fucked up, just take the L. Take the L, playboy. Like, just don't double down. Like, I just, I don't know, y'all. We just... We delusional. What did y'all think? It took me a long time to even watch the video. Because one thing I ain't about to be doing is watching nobody talk shit and and, and finding, watching somebody find joy in tearing down women, black women. I ain't, y'all ain't, I ain't, that ain't my story. But what did y'all think when y'all saw it or heard it? If y'all even paid attention to it, and if you didn't, I respect you. I only clicked on the link because I had to come on black news and talk about something. If it, if it wasn't for this podcast, hey, I wouldn't even have checked it, okay? And I'm apologizing to y'all for bringing it to y'all for those who don't even give a shit. Let me know, though. Did y'all hear and see what it what he said? If so, what were your thoughts around it? Hit me up on social media. Y'all know where to find me, at Canelia. There was a lot of conversation this week as well about student loan forgiveness, and President Joe Biden's plan to forgive up to $20,000 for some people in student loans. This has been a long conversation. This has been a long road coming. We've been going back and forth about this. There have been different types of conversations. Is it going to happen? Is it not? We should clear up to 100000 all debt, no debt. Some people mad. It's just drama all around with the student loan forgiveness conversation. So, you know, I, let me offer my perspective. Um, one, I think it's fantastic. Whatever the amount is, $5, two, whatever, $10,000, $20,000. I'm excited for people who will be get be able to have some debt relief because if you've ever had you owed anybody money that shit be on your back and after doing a lot of research there's a lot that I didn't really realize and I think a lot of people haven't as well and I'm hoping that the White House discusses this more so people can really understand and I'm talking about this on black news because a lot of this relates to the conversation I've been seeing by black people about how it relates to us now, from my understanding, and some of these facts could be a little ashy, okay? It could be ashy. $10,000 is the first amount for people who make up to $125,000. An additional $10,000 can be removed from your debt if you had Pell Grants, I believe. I did not have student loans. I was fortunate enough to not be able to need those. So I don't know the super duper ins and outs of student loans and how those work. I do know based on talking to friends and based on me knowing that America going America, that the companies behind student loans, the um, interest rates associated with student loans, the predatory practices, how they be locking these little kids up with no other choice but to take out these loans into years worth of trauma and hardship because they got to pay this shit back. I do know that. But I also didn't know what it sounds like is there's a large majority of um, of people, especially people of color, blacks and Latinos, who don't have 50, 60, 100, $200,000 worth of student loan debt. Some, a lot of people got $10,000, $20,000 worth of debt. We're talking about people who maybe started went to community college, 
couldn't finish because they didn't have an additional money and couldn't get no more loans. So they stopped talking about people who maybe went to in-state colleges and in-state tuition is drastically cheaper from private institutions. Or when you go out of state, they didn't, Hey, maybe 10, 20,000 was all they had. Maybe it's just a simple fact that maybe you do got a bunch of student loans, but that's just going to chip away at it. Um, but I'm happy we're even having a conversation. And from what my understanding is, and again, if quote, if don't quote me, this could be incorrect. And if so, if you have other information, let me know. But it sounds like this is one of the largest amounts that could be done without having any bills or particulars going to Congress and relying on them to pass it. Because we know good and damn well, if we got to send some student loan packaging and bills through the Senate and, and through, through Congress, it's not getting signed. It's not getting done. Okay, y'all can forget about that. We, we, we still, we still on abortion rights. Okay, we're still on pro, pro choice. You know, good and damn well, they didn't even want to sign an energy package. Okay, the world is on fire, and half the people was like, mm, "Is it really though? So what if we're burning up? So what if we're gonna be um, in sweltering heat by and within the next ten years? No, it's not real." Y'all really think they're going to pass a bill that allows the majority of Americans to get out of debt? That, please. 10 and 20K was the most that could be have been done at this time. Now, there were a lot of people who were upset. I saw quite a number of people mad because they already paid off their student loans. And now they're mad that some people didn't, won't have to go through the same uh, BS that they went through. There were people who were mad. Like if you couldn't pay, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have took out the loans, especially, which is ridiculous because if y'all know millennials, Gen X, we went to college during a time where we were pitched the idea that in order to succeed, you have to go to college to get a job. Good job. Now you have to go to college, which was kind of true for a while, excluding professions like elect and being an electrician and plumbing where you didn't have to, and you can still, and you can still make hundred some thousand dollars, but I'm not one of them people who that's, and that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not one of those people who think college is just for a job. I'm one of those people who think you have to, you need to go to college because public school in America has proven and shown us that you don't leave high school knowing everything that you need to know. There are classes in college that you, that should be mandatory for you to take. And it ain't about getting a job. It's about furthering your education because you need it. Now, if they would teach accounting, sociology, economics, business law, um, psych, uh, I said psychology, sociology, if they would teach all of these things in high school, maybe not. Maybe you wouldn't need college, English, foreign language, uh, like the, the next level foreign language. Didn't sure. But them, them classes in college, African-American studies, them in college, you ain't getting them in high school. So take your ass to school. That's just my theory, though. They also only need to, we can, we only need to keep having that conversation if they drastically drop down the price for, for college, because you go to a private HBCU right now, them, jo- them joints, 45,000 a year, at least ridiculous. But with all of that said, I'm actually really excited that even with that amount of money being forgiven for people, it's a blessing. Cause I know if I had me some student loans and I had 10, 20,000, guess what I'm up to do? Going on to that online application and filling it out. 
which is another point. Black news listeners, they don't just automatically knock the loans down. I believe after a certain uh, date in October, you have to go online and sign and fill out the application to apply to have the debt removed. So let's not sleep on that. But let me know what y'all think overall. Did y'all even think this was going to happen? Because I didn't. I know why it happened right now. Midterms coming up. And y'all know Joe Biden. He, child, that thing. Who he be. Child, he. Y'all see how slow he be walking? I just can't deal with Joe Biden. I'm just. Every time he appear on camera, I'm scared. I am afraid. That brother is. He. Whoo. That brother is elderly. And I'm not saying if you old, you can't do the job. But Joe, he slowed the F down. And I'm concerned. So I'm glad they did this so we can have something to push them forward for midterms. Because, you know, it's going to be a fight Jared, uh, with um, with voter suppression and all the things going on. We need everything we can get. So add student loans to the list. What y'all think about it? Hit me up um, on social media. Speaking of students, did y'all know that North Carolina A&T and HBCU enrolls more first year black students than the top 10 national universities combined? Did y'all know the number of students, first year black students at North Carolina A&T enrolls more than the top 10 national PWIs combined? I had to throw that PWI in there so y'all can know what I'm talking about. North Carolina A&T is in, of course, North Carolina. It is one of the bigger, if I'm not mistaken, HBCUs. We got a lot of HBCUs out. A lot have closed over the years, but some real small. Even if you look at Hampton, when I was at Hampton, we were probably about 65,000 students. Right now, I think Hampton might be under 2,500. I'm talking about it's shrunk, shrunk, which is a travesty. Whole nother conversation. But it looks like this year, 3,000 students, the majority being black, because y'all know just because it's HBCU don't mean everybody black. It'd be some white people on that campus now. But that's how many people are enrolling first year there, which when you talk about 3,000, 3,000 at A&T is more than the top 10 national universities for black people. Like that ridiculous, y'all. Which ain't surprising because it'd be five black people on campus at them PWIs. If you went to PWI, y'all, y'all, it'd be so few. Good grief. But we go where we go and we do what we got to do. But to me, you know, super shout out to A&T. Also, they mentioned that on average, the students at that university have a 3.7 high school GPA and SAT scores above 1,000. So we ain't talking about no slackers coming in, honey. They doing the work. And which I love this. I love when school starts and pick, I see pictures of college students. They first year on campus and they about to get their education and start a whole new journey and, and period in their lives. I love that. I love that. Backtrack, A&T got about 13,500 students. So pretty big. I just love seeing it. I remember when I, my freshman year going to Hampton, Coming from a city like Flint, Flint is a certain type of city. It was ran pretty much by General Motors, the automotive industry. So blue collar working class city. Even the people with money still felt like they were blue collar and it was weird. But then people in GM had money. Everybody had, people had money. Some didn't, but people had money. But it was when I got to Hampton was my first time 
really understanding or learning about the class system within black people. Because in Flint, it was half black and half white. Everybody felt the same. But going to an HBCU, a private one like Hampton, it was pretty much Huxtable kids to an extent. That was my first time interacting with families who maybe didn't make as much as my family, but because they were had like white collar professions versus blue collar, class considered them to be in a higher status than ours, even though they did not necessarily have as has more, have more money than us. It was this weird, interesting, um, you know, lesson that I had to learn. Um, but then, you know, you, you in a dorm and you meeting these new people from all over. It was my first time really meeting people and living in spaces with New Yorkers, people from the East coast, West coast, LA people, there are people from Alaska there, West Indians. I really didn't understand West Indian culture till I got to Hampton, um, music, go-go. I'm talking about even wearing a pair of Suko jeans, child, clothes, the Nike Reebok princesses that the, the DC girls was wearing. It was such an experience for me and I would not trade it for anything. Me going away to college, going to Hampton was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. The best. I'm talking about changed my life. I would be a totally different person if I did not go away to college. And I know that for a fact. I can tell you that right now for a fact. So I get so excited seeing kids and young men and women on campus, bringing their stuff into the room, decorating their dorms. It's just, I love it. Oh, it just makes me so happy. Just so much for them to look forward to. There's so many opportunities. They could do, you know, people can literally, you can literally do anything you want. That's, and I really believe that. And when I see that, you know, the freshmen, I really hope that for them. It's their opportunity to really just kick off the rest of their lives. Oh, love it. Mm, Chef's kiss. Now, with that said, what do we do about the conversation surrounding the low enrollment of black students at white universities in totality? Is that something we even care about? Or do we need to continue on with this trend and push our black students to go to HBCUs? Do PWIs not make as much sense for us and our people anymore? Should we completely shift our focus elsewhere? Y'all know what my answer is, but I'm open to hearing y'all's. Hit me up on social media with your thoughts. And quick correction, y'all. I said Hampton at the time was 65,000 students. Y'all, it was 6,500. Y'all know what I meant. It was 6,500. Ain't no space on, on campus at Hampton if it no 65,000. 6,500, that's what I meant. Okay, that was it. Goodbye. I just want to quickly mention that this past week was the second year anniversary of the passing of Chadwick Boseman, y'all. That brother really died, y'all. I... Yo, I still cannot believe it. And the only, there's certain things that kind of bop you in the face. It In this past week, it was on Instagram, Lupita posting a video on the anniversary of his passing where he was signing autographs for his fans after a Black Panther screening. And, it's, you, you know, it's always this weird mind thing where you know somebody died but then you see a video of them alive. Then you remember like, wait, they died. 
oh my God, that was them alive. They were living like just to y'all. I'm talking about, and y'all, you know, if y'all been listening to Black News Podcast from the very beginning, y'all know I love me some Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman dying knocked me down. It still really affects me to this day. It's just something, you know, celebrities die all the time. And I did not personally know Chadwick Boseman. I have stories of being in proximity with Chadwick. He went to my church. You know, it's just all of these things. Black Hollywood is so small. I have friends who were very close with him. So it's just a lot. But for some reason, him dying, it took me out. And now two years later, here we are. And that brother really died. If that don't, if Chadwick Boseman's passing doesn't teach you that life will and can happen to anybody, it doesn't matter who you are, what you do for a living, how much money you make, how popular you are and are not. Life is going to life and God's plan is going to always be his plan. If that man passing didn't teach us that, I don't know what is. I have lost friends. My best friend died in 2016, LaRonda. You know, certain things like that hit you to the core. And because that was, you know, 2016, over time, you you start to make peace with it. And you start to not accept it. Because I don't think you ever accept when people that you care about die, especially young. But you start to move through it and you start to really reflect on life and understand what life is and, and what it means and how valuable and just when you starting to make peace with it, and just when you starting to be like, okay, live life to the fullest, then bam, something else smack you in the face and another person passes away to teach you and to remind you of those lessons again. And the child, when the child was to die, it was like, oh yeah, remember this? Same with our comedy colleagues that have been passing away um, out here in LA and New York. But with that said, Nothing but great memories about Chadwick Boseman. After that, I was like, you know, well, let me go online and look at some old Black Panther uh, clips. You know, just because that was our, our, that was T'Challa, that's our king. And just, it's just, man, I just, I think I'm going to be one of them old ladies who still, when I'm like 80 and they talking up, you talking to the grandkids about actors and, and people who were in the industry. This going to be one of them ones where we 80 talking to the kids and we're like, you know, man. There was this actor, his name was Chadwick Boseman. Y'all remember the man who played Black Panther? Man, he died. It's Y'all, we ain't gonna never get over this. We ain't gonna never get over it. Um, what did you guys think? Did you even remember? Were you smacked in the face too by Lupita's Instagram post like I was? Child, please. It knocked me over. But let me know y'all thoughts around it um, about the late, great Chadwick Boseman. All right, to recap this week's episode, we talked about Aerie Spears now being checked by the entire internet, by all of social media, about his comments regarding Lizzo and her appearance. We quickly touched on student loan forgiveness and how this could and would affect black people. And if you're excited or not about possibly having $20,000 worth of debt taken off the books. And we mentioned how North Carolina A&T enrolled around 3,000 first-year black students, which is more than the top 10 national universities combined enrolled when it comes to black people. 
Then lastly, the late great Chadwick Boseman's uh, two-year anniversary of his death was this, was this past week. Someone that we will always remember and hold in such high regard. Um, let me know what you thought about any and all of these topics. And I'll see you guys back here next week. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it. And keep sharing Black News with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics. Or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Cornelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much guys i hope you have a fantastic week keep supporting keep growing keep building keep staying safe and keep staying healthy as always again i'll see you back here next time same time same place bye